The text then that calls for our attention this Lord's Day comes to us from the book of Ephesians and these verses especially. The mystery is profound. And I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Last week in our Gospel reading... We found Jesus speaking some words that sounded a little odd. He spoke about eating his flesh and drinking his blood. He said that his flesh was true food and his blood was true drink. He said that he had come down out of heaven. The people were so taken aback by this talk that many, we are told, left him and his words behind after this speech. Jesus then turned to his apostles, and he asked them, seeing the others leaving, well, are you guys going to leave as well? What they said was basically this. Who else would we go to? You have the words of eternal life. You see, they confessed that they knew that they had to swallow those hard words of Jesus that they did not quite understand because they did understand who Jesus was. That he was the Holy One of God. They understood that those words that they did not understand came from the sign mouth that spoke to them the words that brought them eternal life. If they wanted to have eternal life, then they would have to have those words as well. Now in time, the apostles learned the beauty of those words that Jesus spoke about eating his flesh and drinking his blood. But in the moment, they simply had to trust that the Holy One of God, the Christ, knew exactly what he was talking about, regardless of the topic. The truth is, for most of us gathered here today, talk of eating Christ's flesh and drinking his blood is not all that odd to us. We've heard it talked about that way throughout our life, and we've done it at the altar time and time again. Now, truthfully, we might still be a little reticent to talk that way out in public because we know that others would find such words perhaps odd or offensive. But the truth remains that for most of us, those words are not ones that we find hard to swallow. We accept the fact that Jesus was sent from heaven by the Father without any trouble. We look forward to eating the flesh of Christ and drinking his blood, for we know him to be the bread of life. But that, of course, does not mean that there are not other words of the Lord that we find offensive or hard to swallow. Maybe you heard some of those words just a few minutes ago, read from the lectern over there. Yes, the words we find in our reading from Ephesians today are ones that many modern people find very offensive indeed. The obvious words that sort of ruffle feathers in our days are these ones. Wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord. But truly, if we understand them, perhaps equally hard words are spoken to the husbands. We're told, husbands, love your wife 
as Christ loves the church. Oftentimes in ministry, people will ask me how it is that churches can end up dismissing things that the Bible teaches so clearly. They'll say, how can churches end up with things like women pastors or affirming homosexuality when the Bible speaks so clearly against those things? Well, the answer is that they do it the same way many of us dismiss other words of Scripture. We decide that there is a word that we don't much like, that offends us, or that we find hard to swallow. And then we go about stretching and pulling and misinterpreting that text until it finally says what we want it to say. But the Bible is remarkably clear. The words of our text for today are not hard to understand, but they are hard to receive. Many wives hear the call to submit to their husbands and have one of two reactions. Some hear these words and they think right away that why are we even speaking those words out loud? They're so old-fashioned that certainly they can't be taken seriously. What happened to equality? What happened to all the work that's been done to save women from the oppression of their husbands? What about husbands that are downright mean and harsh? Others hear the word from Ephesians, and know that it is something that God says, and yet struggle to live that out each day. Submit to your husband when you're not really sure he knows even what he's doing. Sacrifice your own rights in order to honor this commandment. Follow him rather than lead yourself. Now I suppose most Christian husbands would never come out and just say, you know, when the Apostle Paul writes that we as husbands should love our wives as Christ loves the church, he's obviously wrong. And yet, while we would never say that those words are wrong, we must know that if we truly understand what those words mean, they are at least equally hard to swallow as the ones given to our wives. First off, if your model for being a husband is to be like Christ, well, then you will always be a failure because you'll never reach his standard. But truthfully, we are told that we must hear these words and receive them. Secondly, we're told that loving Christ, well, it's not just about throwing a compliment or a pretty bouquet of flowers to our wives every once in a while. Instead, true love that is Christ-like is that which actually listens to our wives very closely in order to make sure that we can take care of the needs that they are expressing. And yes, taking care of those needs often means sacrificing what we husbands want to do. As one Facebook post said this week, you know, this whole loving the wife thing is really not about things like stopping bullets or slaying dragons, which husbands would be fine with saying they do, but it's often more about helping out with the laundry or doing some dishes. Or even more seriously, it's about knowing your wife well enough that you know how to care for her through life's ups and downs. The truth is, husbands, 
They love the wives, or they love the words that are given to the wives. Husbands like to think, well, yes, honey, submit. You know, Jesus said so. And wives, they love those words that are given to the husbands. Yeah, baby, if you could just listen to me and really get what's going on and always act according to that, that would be great. Jesus says so. But did you notice who the words are given to? The wives are given the words about submitting. Those words are not given to the husband. And the husband, well, he gets the words about loving his wife as Christ loves the church. And the wives, they're not given those words. Now, we often want to make sure that our spouse does what they're supposed to do, rather than simply doing what we have been given to do. And when that is the truth, if we hear those words as we should, well then these words are indeed hard ones for both husband and wife to receive. Now of course today I could tell you that secular study after study proves the wisdom of God's ordering of marriage between man and woman as he is revealed in his word. I can tell you that study after study says that what men most want in relationships is to feel respected and to feel needed. And that what women want first and foremost in marriage is to feel loved and cherished. And so I can tell you that a wife submitting to her husband will end up giving the husband exactly what he desires. And that a husband loving his wife, well, that will give her exactly what she desires. And I could tell you also that even if that weren't true, if it didn't work all that way in the day-to-day -day life of the marriage, which it does, but even if it didn't, I would tell you that this ordering of marriage should be followed anyways by Christians. If for no other reason than God has chosen marriage to be a picture of the love that Christ has for the church and of the way that the church then is to respond to the love of Christ. And so I could tell you that husbands must love their wives selflessly because they are to give the world a picture of how Christ treats the church. And there's no question that Christ treats the church with selfless love. And I can tell you that wives must submit to their husbands precisely because they're to give a picture of how the church relates to Christ. And no doubt the church must submit to Christ. But today I want to make a slightly different point, even though all those other ones are true. I want to ask you this question. Do you know Jesus? Do you know that he is the Holy One of God? Do you know that he has words of eternal life? If so, then when you hear the words of our epistle reading, or any other words in Scripture which you might find odd or offensive, Start off, at the very least, saying to Jesus, when he asks of you, with those words you've just read, are you wanting to leave? Are you wanting to run away? Say to Jesus, Lord, where else would we go? Whose other voice would we listen to? What other word has proven so true? You have the words of eternal life. So we ask you this day, trust Jesus, that if you are a wife or one day might be a wife, that you are to submit to your husband, not because it's easy or because it always is obvious that there are benefits in doing so, 
But because you know Jesus and his word, it's good. And husbands, trust Jesus that you should love your wife in a selfless way like Christ did. Not because it's always simple to figure out how to do that or again. Not because you always see the obvious benefits of doing so. But because you know Jesus and his word. They are good. You see, this is how people of faith handle the words of Scripture that offend them. They don't simply discard them because they're hard. Instead, they trust them because they come from Jesus, the Holy One of God who died and rose to give them eternal life. And so that is why you should trust the hard words of Scripture as well, because they are from Jesus, whom you trust, whom you know, whose words you know to bring eternal life. So today, be honest with yourself. Are the words of our epistle reading or other ones in Scripture ones that you like to run away from? Would you rather act like they simply don't exist or are not a part of the Scriptures? Or is it simply that you know they're there, but you have a real hard time living it out in daily life? Well, either way, today is the day to repent. Today is the day to repent of such errant thoughts which are sinful. Today is the day to recognize that all the words of the Scripture are the words of the Holy One, Jesus. That one who gives us life. It's time to recognize that those hard words come from the same mouth as those words we treasure most from the Scriptures. And so today we are called to live in accord with our epistle reading. We, as the church, are to submit to Christ today. And in submitting to Christ, we repent of our sins, knowing that we have not always followed his lead. But then we are comforted with this truth. Christ, our husband, he wants nothing more than to forgive us. He loves us. He wants to make us today through his word to be without any spot or wrinkle or any such thing. He wants us to be holy and without blemish. And he has died and rose to make that not just a hope of his, but a reality of ours. And that is what it means to be loved. That is what it looks like when selfless love is showered upon you. Thanks be to God for giving us such great love. In his Son, Jesus, our husband. Amen.